Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I know, happy, happy Tuesday to you. I know it's a soggy morning here in West Georgia, but we'll get through it. I know that I got a lot here to talk about in the world of sports. Uh, the Daytona 500, uh, just a horrific crash toward the end of that race. It, it was very hard to watch. Thoughts and prayers go out to Ryan Newman and his family and I just received word like over the the sports wire last night before I went to bed that his injuries are are non-life-threatening. So that is great news. You hate to see that. Every time you, you see a horrific crash, in, and it was in the Daytona 500, and, and Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500, but you know that's neither here or there. I mean, it, it's very hard to see that toward the end of a race. And, you know, NASCAR fans, you know, they've been spoiled. I mean, they haven't had a major injury since since Dale Earnhardt passed in the 2001 Daytona 500 and you know NASCAR has done great regulations to make sure that the safety of their drivers is paramount and just seeing that car catch on fire and flip in the air like that it it was really shocking and and hard to watch and let's just hope that everything he's he's not non-life-threatening injuries but let's hope that you know he's able to recover and 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 get back to racing if he chooses, but it it's really it puts your it puts your life into perspective when you see something like that. All right, so the Daytona 500 happened, you know, and you know they actually was postponed because of rain. So it was supposed to happen on Sunday, and so it happened yesterday. And I also want to talk about the Astros cheating scandal because the MLB commissioner brought down the punishments. You know he. And one thing that was interesting about the punishments were that no current MLB players were suspended. It looks like they were granted immunity for cooperating. But that still doesn't take away the fact that in 2017 they had a major advantage when they took on the Dodgers in the World Series. I was actually going over some of the numbers. The Astros beat the Dodgers in seven games. And... If you don't know the story by now, they had an electronic device out in center field, but that that was only during their home games, to my knowledge. I have to do more research on that story. And players in the dugout had a device. They were able to see the camera where the catcher was giving the signs, and so they would bane on trash cans, for, for instance, if it was a breaking ball. But if it was a fastball, they, they didn't do anything. And that is a huge advantage when you know what type of pitch is coming i mean talent or not i mean you you can hit the ball and and make damage and it really has nothing to do with a great team that the 2017 astros were i mean they had justin verlander they had kevin correa george springer marwin gonzalez yuri guriel that team was was loaded with with talent 
And, you know, they were able to get back to the World Series in 2019, but there was no signs or evidence of them stealing signs in 2019. Now, in 2018, they were also accused of stealing signs, but that's neither here or there. You know, the Red Sox actually won the World Series in 2018, and that was led by their manager, Alex Cora, who was a bench coach for the Astros in 2017. So... The Dodgers have a right to complain, but I would not complain as much as they are. You know, they start to become a little salty, stating that the Astros should be stripped of their 2017 World Series title, which brings an interesting question. I put it on my poll on my Facebook page last night. Should the Astros be stripped of their 2017 World Series title? I mean, just erased from the baseball record books. Very interesting, because when you look back at all the World Series winners, obviously in 1994, we did not have a winner because of the baseball strike. Can you imagine going back into the baseball history books and seeing right there in the year 2017, vacant or no winner? I mean, they could either put vacant or no winner, so it would match what 94 says. I kind of actually find that hard to imagine. But those players who cheated, they still have a World Series title. Now, you know, the manager and the GM has been suspended for a year. And it also affected the mutually parting ways of Alex Cora with the Boston Red Sox because he was a bench manager. And then Carlos Beltran was a player, just a major player in the signed scandal in 2017. And he was let go of manager for the New York Mets. So the fallout from the Astros sign-stealing scandal was that they were fined $5 million. They were stripped of their first and second round MLB draft picks in 2020 and 2021. And their GM and manager has been uh, fired. So with all that being said, was the punishment warranted? Could they have had more punishment and... The answer is yes, the players are are really complaining, all the other players and the other teams, because you work so hard to actually become a World Series champion, and then your World Series is tainted because you chose to cheat. And it was going on for years, and they finally stopped, put a stop to it, but there was a lot of uh, suspicion of them cheating. So it, I have one example of a team if when you take the 2004 USC Trojans if you go into the history books did they win the BCS national champion I remember seeing the game I remember seeing them defeat Oklahoma 55 to 19 in the Orange Bowl but with uh, Reggie Bush getting his Heisman stripped the whole buying his uh, parents uh, a house it looked like the somebody bought his parents' house, and, you know, I don't want to really get into the whole scandal of that, but, you know, USC in the college football history books, they do not have a national championship for 2004. If you go, if you scroll through the years of the list of the college football champions, 2004 says vacant. So it has happened, and it could happen to the Astros and it could be removed from the history books. What about an asterisk? 
you know, I mean, they rarely use asterisks in the baseball history books, but if you look at 1961 when Roger Maris hit uh, 61 uh, home runs, he he had an asterisk because he actually hit more home runs in more games than Babe Ruth did. I think Babe Ruth hit it in like 124 home runs. He hit 60 home runs. So they did have an asterisk during that time, baseball re- record books. But let me ask you something. Who is the home run champion of all time? Like, like if you go into the baseball record books, who does it say is the home run champion? Well, obviously, it's Barry Bonds. He's got 762 home runs. But should he have an asterisk because of the whole steroids era? And, and Hank Aaron should be the rightful you know, home run king at 755. I mean, that's another question for the baseball purists. And, you know, I could go on and on about the Astros cheating scandal, but, you know, I actually actually had time to talk about it on this show. So I, I wanted to, you know, get my two cents worth in there. You know, we, we didn't have any action in the NBA, you know, because they're off. They're not going to be playing until Thursday. We have the CONCACAF Champions League tonight as Atlanta United will take on Martagua in Honduras, but they're going to be without Miles Robinson. And how hungry should the Five Stripes be for winning that CONCACAF Champions League? I mean, they already have a U.S. Open Cup. They already have an MLS Cup. Is that the next big fish for Atlanta United to win the Atlanta to win, to win the CONCACAF Champions League? Because you're going up against a league that is slightly better than the MLS with La Liga MX. And you got some great teams like Monterey, which they lost to last season so it's going to be exciting to, to see and I'm looking forward to seeing how they play going to Honduras and you know the Atlanta United fans are going to travel to Honduras and and pack that stadium I saw pictures of it on Twitter it looked it looked really cool and that would be an experience of a lifetime I know that a lot of them went to Costa Rica last year to see them play Herodano so it, it is going to be great and then we got a big fight in boxing this weekend. We got Deontay Wilder, who's undefeated with one tie, going up against Tyson Fury, who is also undefeated with one tie. They fought in 2018, and it was a split decision. It was a controversial split decision. So they're going to fight again, and it's going to be exciting. I am looking forward to seeing them go at it once again Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. You know, I really don't get too excited about boxing, but this is just one of those special boxing matches in, in a heavyweight bout. It's been a long time since we had a heavyweight bout where we had some buzz and we were talking about it. Because if you look at this past century, the you know, who are the heavyweight champions after, you know, Lennox Lewis and you know when Evander Holyfield won it in the 90s. I mean, there's there's the Klitschko brothers, but I really can't tell you who, well, obviously Tyson Fury because he beat Klitschko, but I really can't tell you who the heavyweight champion of the world is. I mean, Floyd Mayweather was that type of boxer that took the boxing world by storm, but he wasn't a heavyweight champion. And of course, Manny Pacquiao as well. I, mean, I do get excited about boxing, but I'm not one of those boxing purists that's going to fork out the money for a fight on pay-per-view. All right, so I want to talk about the XFL. You know, we have two remaining teams that are undefeated. We have, 
you know, the the DC team were led by Cardell Jones, the DC Defenders, 2-0, and then the Houston Roughnecks, who are 2-0 as well. And th- their quarterback play is pretty impressive. The DC Defenders have Cardell Jones, and the Houston Roughnecks have uh, PJ Walker. And so going into week three, looking forward to these games, the Houston Roughnecks will travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Vipers. Tampa Bay looks like they're the worst team in the XFL. I mean, they just couldn't get it done against Seattle the week before, and they couldn't score any points the following, the, the first week when they took on the New York Guardians. And so they lost to two teams that also lost. So it looks like Houston is going to be a huge favorite as they take on the Tampa Bay Vipers. And you got the Dallas Renegades going up to CenturyLink Stadium in Seattle. Both are one-on-one. And, and Seattle Dragons, you know their fan base is going to be loud and coming, just like the Seahawks fan base. That's going to be the second game on Saturday. And then the New York Guardians will travel to St. Louis to take on the St. Louis Battlehawks. Both teams are 1-1. One and one. And then we have the D.C. Defenders traveling to L.A. to take on the L.A. Wildcats. D.C. is 2-0 and and L.A. is 0-2. L.A. fired their defensive coordinator from their first week, Pepper Johnson. So we'll see if they make adjustments and they're able to get their defense going again. And really, is Cardell Jones and P.J. Walker the faces of the XFL? Their, their play at quarterback has proven that they could still play quarterback. And they could possibly make an NFL roster. And that's really the whole goal of the XFL, is for these players to make an NFL roster someday. I'd like to see that as well. All right, locally here in Columbus... One thing I want to talk about, the, the Tuskegee-Morehouse Classic is leaving Columbus after being here for 84 years. They're going to move to Birmingham, and that's something that has been a staple in this city for many years. And so, sad to see them go. I, I know I'm going to be talking about that. We have you know, a lot to cover. We have the Columbus River Dragons hockey team that's doing so well. We got Columbus State men's basketball team that's going to take on Clayton State on Wednesday night. It's really going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to that as we make the push toward Peach Belt Conference play. And one thing that is going to be exciting about Columbus State is that that game, I'm actually going to try to go to that game. No, I actually, I'm really excited about going to the game on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. I want to thank all my listeners. I want to thank everybody who listened to me this morning. Make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. Just go to Apple Podcasts, just type in my name, and you'll be able to find my podcast. I've retooled the show. I've tried to make the audio quality better. We're growing. We're now at 75% increase in the likes on Facebook. Don't forget also that I will be on the air tonight at 95.7 ESPN Radio in Columbus, You can listen to me online by going to www.957espnradio.com. Make sure you listen to me. Also, make sure that you subscribe to my podcast, like my Facebook page. Hope everybody has a great morning, and I will talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening.
feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.